I'm your host, Jeffrey, and you're listening to Gaijin. Hey, Hot Mess Heroes. How's it going? How are you? Today's story is about the time I looked at my face on Zoom and thought, I need to lose weight. I'm going to spoil it for you. I don't make it. I'm too much of a foodie. I love food. What can I say? Right now, as the world crumbles around us, cooking and eating bring me joy. Speaking of dieting, I can't stop snacking. My, uh, my local grocery store is a five-minute walk from my apartment, so I go throughout the day whenever I'm craving something. And last week, they put up a real popcorn machine right where you check out at the register, and they started selling bags of homemade bespoke popcorn. Movie theater style with lots of butter. And uh, I couldn't resist because I'm all about that salty and crunchy. So I definitely couldn't help myself and bought a bag. And I was snacking on it the other day, basically shoving handfuls in my mouth. And then at the end of the night, I went to go brush my teeth and saw that my front tooth was chipped. I know. I was like, WTF? I mean, it's just a little chip at the bottom of my front tooth, but I must have chipped it on a popcorn kernel. I didn't even feel it. So I panicked because of the impending Zoom meetings, but I immediately made an appointment with the dentist. And so there I am at the dentist's office this morning. And the doctor is taking x-rays and pictures of my teeth and turns out that wasn't the only tooth I chipped. I had four chipped teeth. Okay, (laughs) let me give you a visual before you start uh, imagining me with basically no teeth. But my chipped teeth, you can't see them. They're in the back of my mouth. One of my molars has a huge chunk of it chipped off. So I was like, oh my God, I'm not eating bespoke popcorn ever again. And my dentist was like, there's no popcorn kernel that can take out four teeth like this. You're uh, you're grinding when you sleep. And uh, I was horrified. Just thinking about it right now, like me sleeping and the insanely loud noise of grinding and gnashing my teeth. (laughs) Uh, But it makes sense because sometimes I wake up with headache and I thought I was waking up with headaches because I thought our room was too dry, which is why I bought a humidifier because I thought my headaches were the result of not enough water. Uh, but no, it's because I've been grinding away and pulverizing my teeth every night. I swear, it's the anxiety. It's the stress. So, back at the dentist's office, because I learned that my chipped teeth were caused by grinding, 
I asked my dentist if I could still continue to eat what I want because I was planning to have a sandwich for lunch made with a baguette. And uh, sometimes that bread is really hard. (laughs) I think at that point, my dentist was like, who is this person? Who is this person? (laughs) Oh boy. Um, Speaking of this person, me, I have an announcement for you hot mess heroes. And it's that new episodes of Gaijin will be released every other Wednesday, at the very least. So make sure you're subscribed on Spotify and turn on notifications when a new episode drops. I also need you to do me a favor. Share this episode with someone right now. Pause if you need to. I'll wait. But tap on the share button on whatever app you're using right now, wherever you're listening to this, and send this episode to someone who needs to smile today. Uh, so yeah, every other Wednesdays, that's when you can expect new episodes. Did you know that there are 52 Wednesdays every year? It's a solid day. Uh, What's your favorite day of the week? Thursday is actually my favorite day of the week. Do you have a favorite day of the week? Well, mine's Thursday. Thursday is my favorite day of the week. Why? Because, and I will tell you why. Thursday is when you get to release all the stress from the week. Thursday is the best. Friday's overrated. It's not even a real workday. Friday is all about getting trashed because you don't have to work the next day. Whereas Thursday, you're celebrating that you made it. Everybody loves Friday. They're like TGIF this and TGIF that. And you're like TGIF you because the whole rest of the week, you were a complete nightmare to work with. Yeah. That, uh, that Monday through Wednesday life, all that uh, pent-up rage and anger and energy just building and building up. And honestly, it's because you've been so good. You've been keeping it together. Monday through Wednesday is all about keeping it together. And all week, you've been suppressing the annoyance deep down inside. And all you want to do is scream and have a meltdown because everyone's getting on your nerves. And you've been so disciplined, you know, ending every email with sincerely your best regard. You've been diligent about your bedtime. You haven't been eating out. And in fact, it's like the fourth day in a row of the same meal from the meal prep you did over the weekend. And then Thursday night rolls around and you just let go. Before you know it, you've downed two bottles of wine, you're dancing around the house to Ariana Grande, and you're crying in the shower because you never thought you'd make it. It's the best day. Did you know that Thursday was named after Thor for Thor's Day? And in undergrad, they call it Thirsty Thursday. 
So clearly, that's the definition of the best day ever. And uh, you know what else is the best day ever? Today. Yes, today. And I'm recording this on a Monday, not a Thursday. But today is the best day ever because I've finally moved my microphone out of the closet and into the living room where my desk is. Yes. I'm finally recording out in the open, out of the closet, because I figured out how to get good acoustics out here. I mean, I think the sound quality is still good. I was getting real good sound quality in the closet, for sure. Um, and when I came out here, I was so worried about what my voice would sound like since the living room is more open. You might hear an echo. But the closet space was literally the perfect recording studio. It was definitely more conducive for trapping sound waves for that smoother, silkier tone in my voice. But uh, I think I was really in there on purpose, to be honest. I think probably for the inside joke. I was probably a little too into the irony of recording in my closet about being in the closet and coming out of the closet. There was something about being in a small dark closet that brought me right back to all the times I pretended to be straight. And then I'd look at my, uh, my clothes in there and I was like, there's no way I could have ever been straight. I'm serious. I, uh, I do have impeccable taste and fashion sense. Um, and for straight dudes, it's, uh, it's just, a, just a tragedy. Um, but, uh, now I can let my gay flag fly out here in the living room and I can also stretch out my arms and my legs and spread my wings and fly. And it feels so good. Not hiding in the closet, suppressing my podcast sexuality. Yes. Forcing my podcast to stay in the closet because my podcast is very, very gay. A Kinsey scale six. Super attracted to men. And oh, now my little podcast is out. Oh, it came out. Yay. So now I'm going to take it to a gay bar where we're going to put body glitter on each other and dance all night to Britney. And we're definitely going to take photos in that sketchy photo booth to put on our refrigerator. Totally happening. So proud of it. There's only like one good gay bar here in Boston. Doesn't matter. Everything's closed. Um, okay, let's start today's story. Story time. The time I decided to diet during quarantine. Terrible idea. But here we go. I was on yet another Zoom call when I look over into the corner of the screen and see, to my great shock and horror, my face, especially my chin and my neck. And I was like, are those jowls? Do I have jowls now? So I'm on this call, and everyone's displayed Brady Bunch style, and everyone is perfectly sized, and you can see their full upper body, and my face 
is the size of the whole freaking square. I went down the row and it's like person, 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 face, just my whole face. The entire circumference of the square is just my face. My left cheek and my right cheek, they're so wide that they're out of the frame off screen. (laughs) And my coworkers, they're so nice. They're so nice. They're the best. They haven't said a thing. And if it were me and I saw my face that big, I'd be creeped out. What if next time during one of my random meetings on Zoom, I open my eyes really big and just stare into the camera? So yeah. (laughs) After seeing my face on Zoom, I decided to go on a diet. I mean, why not? There are so many difficult things happening in the world right now. Let's add one more thing. A diet. And, and the funny thing is too, like whenever I go on a diet, I'm so strict with myself. It's like intense strict. I'm so hard on myself. And it's because I've been trained to be so good at rules. I'm actually the best when it comes to rules. Which for my diet included little to no carbs no eating after 8 p.m., and endless body shaming. I am my very own best helicopter parent. I'm my own helicopter parent. You give me rules, and I'm immediately enforcing them on myself, telling myself what I can and can't do, and keeping myself in line. It is the curse of a strict upbringing. That strict parent continues to live in your head rent-free. The other day, I was hungry for breakfast, so I allowed myself to have oatmeal with blueberries. Fair enough. For dinner, my boyfriend and I wanted burgers. I told myself no buns allowed, so we substituted lettuce for buns. The other day, I went grocery shopping and had it had it with my helicopter parent, me, essentially. Um, And I threw a temper tantrum, literally like on the verge of throwing myself to the ground screaming. And let me tell you why. So I'm at the grocery store, pushing my little shopping cart around, and I turn, and all of a sudden, I'm looking down the cookie and candy aisle. like. What kind of an aisle is that even? As soon as I turn and look, everything is suddenly in slow motion. There's Oreos on one side, Sour Patch Kids on the other, and I try to turn away, but it's too late. I'm having a full-on indecisive meltdown. Like, am I allowed to go down this aisle? Am I not? I can't decide. I'm paralyzed by all these rules. And my inner parent is basically saying to me, okay, go for it. But let's see what happens when we get home. (laughs) 
<laughs> so you know what I did? I did what I needed to do. And I used the money that I earn as a grown ass man. And I bought the Sour Patch Kids. I bought them. I do what I want. Not even a week into the diet and I was already putting my foot down. It felt like I was actually healing from my traumatic first generation upbringing. Step one is to put up a boundary. Check. Done. There was no way I was going to let this helicopter parent alter ego tell me what's up. I was letting them know that I'm in charge. I'm in charge. But then that good old Filipino Catholic shame came creeping back. And the next day I'm in a Zoom meeting and I look at myself and I think, you're shameful girl. You should have stuck to your diet. My inner voice is so freaking petty. (laughs) So my inner crazy parent, in the interest of helping me lose my face weight, bestowed upon me the ultimate punishment, which was giving up the one thing I love the most, and that's white jasmine rice. So unfair. So unfair. Filipino food is my favorite thing in the world. And every Filipino dish cannot be eaten without white rice. Adobo, rice. Sinigang, rice. Mongo, gross without rice. And let's not even talk about brown rice. Like, no. I refuse to pretend that I can suck it up for the heart-healthy benefit. Because it's so bland. It's so bland. People say, oh, it has a nutty flavor. You're going to like the taste of nuts. And the only thing I have to say to that is inaccurate. You see, fluffy white rice is coated deep into the fabric of my Filipino soul. Growing up, my family would always have rice with dinner. Did you know that white rice is considered the ultimate staple in the Philippines? If you Google Filipinos and white rice, it says, because of its plain starchy flavor, it pairs well with a lot of salty and sour local dishes. Filipinos love rice so much that they would consume it whether it's traditionally cooked white rice, burnt rice, leftover rice, or fried rice. You see... Filipinos will eat burnt rice and leftover rice, but not brown rice. Mm-mm. No. So I went on this punishment diet. Let me remind you that no one was doing this to me, but me, because I somehow made myself believe that giving up rice would help me lose all the weight in my face. So... Now without rice, I sulked around the apartment every day like I was grieving a long-lost friend. Um, And I was eating everything, literally everything, in a romaine lettuce cup. (laughs) Thank God I have the best boyfriend ever who was like, you need to stop this nonsense. 
and just cooked us garlic fried rice. So it all worked out in the end. My point is, I'm no longer on my punishment diet, nor any other diet. I'm just out here living my best life, trying to get through without trying to do the most, without trying to do yet another hard thing right now. Well, that's today's show. Thanks so much for listening, Hot Mess Heroes. Don't forget to follow Gation on Spotify and share this episode with someone who loves Filipino food, is recovering from the trauma of their immigrant parents, or who would enjoy listening to someone who is. Thanks, Hot Mess Heroes. And until next time, bring back my girls. Bring back my girls.